0: my eyesight is not that good anymore but I think the first row first four rows look friendly <laughs> after 06 it doesn't matter anymore <laughs> so, welcome very nice I was just looking at the uh, the list of names, they showed me a list of names today, I was recognizing, oh, oh, you know, going down the list and realizing a number of people I would already met and we did, we'd done practice together and we shared time together and it was a nice feeling, a sense of coming back to, a, to, to this and uh, quality of friendship and connection um, which makes the whole sense of retreat for me a bit uh, more rested. Kind of settled a little more. Anyway, time has passed for all of us, and so just bring ourselves into the present here. Just spend some time this evening, bringing, making ourselves feel present, the present moment, <coughs> and so within this very sense of being, having a body here, having a human body here, pressure, the warmth, qualities of having a physical form here in this particular setting with maybe a hundred others and how it feels. I feel when we're beginning something and what we probably comes up is the sense of something's about to happen, something's going to happen, something that we planned for is now starting, so there's the about to be quality of that, which you may excitement, anticipation, a little tremble around that. How's it going to work out? And of course we all realise we we have a past too, so something's about to, to happen and something has happened. You know, we've come here, driven here and uh, so there's all that sort of echoing away. And in the present, coming to our bodies, we can just feel that, that sense, you know, the, the nervous sense, the sense of the nervous system feeling out this particular space, trying to settle into this particular space. How is it? Using a bodily reference rather than analytic or um, intellectual reference is the bodily reference which be established through first of all the core presence of the body, like something core centrality which we might gather ourselves around by focusing on the uprightness beginning with the tail, with the seat, sitting on the ground, on the chair. Feeling that point of contact with the earth, fairly broad point, probably getting broader over the years. (laughs) And really, you know, not just perching there, but really plunking down and uh, bonding to the, to the ground, settling in there. So make a nice, firm contact, let the legs really rest and relax onto the ground, onto the floor of the chair. They're really sitting down. But all that place of contact, that sense of contact, feels really settled, sitting down. And we collect, there's a kind of collecting of energy around this base point. So we have a certain earthed sense. Acknowledging a general feeling with we rise up from that. Body rises from that place. What kind of energy and what sort of structures and what sensations tell us that That uh, we're not flat, but we're we're mountain-like, tree-like, rising up. Spinal, this is the spinal axis. It's, It's not doesn't have to be the vertebrae themselves. It may follow that line. It's a whole sense. Um, you know, so just and taking a little bit of the time, base of the spine, and then particularly getting the, the abdomen to open up. So sometimes the abdominal region could be slightly folded, or cramped, or withdrawn, and opening up so that the there's a sense of the waist region rising from the hips. Opening the abdomen. but You can feel when you breathe in and breathe out all the tissues there can easily swell and contract without any particular effort. The belly can roll around. And you don't feel as if you're is pressing down, the ribs are pressing that down. That is opened and extended so that your middle of your back in the middle and your chest midriff region that rises above that. And this is helped by both allowing the breastbone to rise and dropping the shoulders as if your shoulders could slide down your back. You're not pulling up with the shoulders, letting the shoulders slide down the back and the chest to breastbone to lift. As we move up through the body, getting the arms to loosen, to lighten, that the shoulders are relaxed and the arms also are relaxed. Getting getting to relax slightly away from the body so that there isn't an accidental hunching. You know, so we might find ourselves slightly hunched with the arms pressing, holding the body in. You want to keep the arms free. You can have your hands together or just resting on your legs. You get the sense in which the the torso is not unconsciously or slightly held by the, the arms. Making the chest feel exposed and open. Feeling of the spine extending up. The head, so the neck being an extension of the spine rather than the, something tagging on the back of your head, connected to the back. So lining the neck up with the back and bringing the head to rest, the skull to rest easily on the head, on the neck. So Basically, you can you can control the head from the neck, You're keeping your neck upright, and the head skull loose, as if it would tend towards the ceiling. Relaxing the jaw, temples, the forehead, around the eyes, so the face, all those muscles in the face can be soft. And these muscles, if they're tight in any way, will tend to clamp the head down on the neck. So if you release those, the head can feel lighter and freer and of course certain mental attitudes begin to dissolve with that. (coughs) Extending into the space above the head Acknowledging plenty of room above the head, plenty of space, and how necessary that is to have that upward potential for growth, openness. check that upright sense and particular points, we have the, the firmness of that, the lack of like a upright um, structural strength. Then softening, so that the abdomen feels open and loose, chest feels open, and plenty of space between the chin and the chest, so the chin isn't cramping throat. So you get a sense of openness around the neck. And also the face. And with that, comes an awareness of like a peripheral sense which this body has. It's attuned to what's around it. There's a whole sensitivity to what's around its physical form. And as we sit, we're just checking out whether the body really knows that what's around it is really okay and fine and healthy and warm and safe and Something to really sit in. Can we sit in our space just like we're sitting in a bathtub, sitting with our best friends, being feeling really in a blessed space? This isn't something we can necessarily work out from our heads, but we may acknowledge certain withdrawals, nervousness, trembliness, or unwillingness to be open. And this bodily sense, rather like, um, like a sense an animal has, is something that has to be gently reassured. I can't just tell it to be something. It has to be stroked carefully with attention. and bringing up the sense of kindness, loving kindness. What would it be like if we were, right now, with the most <clears throat> dearest friend, that, how would the body know that? It's of almost like the skin opens up to receive what's around. So as we focus on the, the core, coming to the core presence of the body, and make, getting that to settle and feel here, present. Tuning to the quality of stability, presence there. And gradually coming out to this through the tissues, the surface, and acknowledging it's the sense of contact, space, the air around us, which is soft, free from harmful contact and very open to our touch, very workable, very... a lot of potential in it, walk in it, move around in it, it's always there. And so the peripheral quality around the skin, and interesting. what is this? How is this? As you feel yourself breathing and how the body swells into the space, fills it, and what comes in is nourishing, brightening, quality of in-breath, breathing in, letting the good air fill us. And the quality of energy that comes as we take a breath and in-breath, letting it fill us. Now you can breathe out, letting everything go, cleaning, releasing into the space around us. And you have room to do that. Space doesn't resist it. This way we work in that space, we open into it, it cases us, it's around us, nourishes us, supports us, it helps us define ourselves. We're in here and within this. And the beauty of this also is though this space, in a way, is most intimately connected to this body, never really leave it. It's also something that we all share. The space between us connects us. It doesn't hold us apart. It connects us. We're all breathing the same air. It folds itself around our bodies. We look through it, as we find our own connection to this space, so sensing this is a shared medium, easily shares. Thank you for everybody. And sending out some sense of kindness, empathy for all the other bodies, people, beings in this particular group, how we're going to affect each other. How we're going to be sharing time together. May this be well. Down of the bell, traveling through this space, this group, and so gradually coming up to hearing and then opening the eyes, letting this visual display enter touches and not jumping out to it, not retracting from it, just letting oneself be touched by this visual appearance with that sense of eye contact, being able to remain in one's center without you know, retracting, uh, defending oneself, defending one's bit of territory, or running out, you know, running outside, starting to interpret, analyze, judge, and dismiss (laughs) the outside world. Just that resting on it, just resting on this visual appearance and letting it be what it is harmless. As we feel the quality of the harmlessness, the steadiness People here oh, taking in that quality—the preset place, place of virtue, place of goodness—welcome. I it's important to um, bring up and acknowledge, bring up the sense of welcome, acknowledge if there isn't welcome, you know, if you feel a, a bit overwhelmed, nervous, apprehensive, and trying to you know, work with that, relax that, so we can feel welcome here. And finding that place of contact which is restful, yeah. easy contact. Yeah. We may, just to bring that up, because we may find that in retreat situations normally we'll go to no contact. No contact. And I, I think this is um, very strange, actually, for, a, um, for, a, for a, in this particular system. You yeah. know, I know I there's something out there. Like, I know there's over 90 90 people out there. Ignore them. Um, Some strange message of, like, ignore that. 90-odd 100 people out there. Um, So, you know, because if I don't ignore them, it means I'm going to kind of interact or talk or something or like the other. Let me find a place where I don't have to ignore everybody and try to pretend that you're not here. Or, yeah. Nor do I have to kind of feel I've got to prove something or you know, socialize. With just easy, easy contact. So I think this is more than a social grace. It's actually resting an aspect of my own nervous system which needs to know, you know what's out here. And if it doesn't know, it will tend to go into a kind of don't look state. No. Yeah. And a lot gets lost in that because I think um, for obvious reasons, quite a lot of the time we do find ourselves avoiding contact in public places, feeling. You know, not everybody out there is trustworthy, um, you know. Uh, perhaps not everybody out there is friendly, trustworthy, so people actually malicious or, or completely impersonal. So if you've been through the kind of travelling syndrome that I've just come through, where people, you go to an airport or something, and you go there and say, what's your name? You know, they don't actually look at you. And uh, everybody should get chicken in today. And you know, you could say, I've got a hippo in here, and um, <laughs> I've just come from Mars, and I've got three heads. And they go, Yes, good. <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's this very odd thing when you get into public situations where words have exchanged, but you realize there's no contact. and there's no eye contact, there's no heart contact. Or you get places where you get eye contact, but you still realize there's no actual heart contact. So you get the kind of cheery smile or the you know, conversational gambit, but you realize that you could be anybody or anything, and you get the same. Um, so I think in, in these situations, our systems get scrambled because we get used to making half contact, no contact, And so we don't realize what it's like just to be in restful, easy contact. And what that feels like in one's own body. Because if somebody else is saying, you're not really there, or you don't count, then your body picks that up. You feel slightly odd, or shut, or nervous. And when we're doing a the retreat, see, then all these 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 things build up, these particular resonances build up. And they they make the practice of meditation one whereby one is because of the strangeness of the external world, this strange no be there, somebody there who knows, you know, it's it's kind of unsettled. Then our attention tends to burrow ever inwards. <clears throat> to find something inwards. And uh, we tend to feel meditation is extremely introverted um, and a, even abysmal experience, as <laughs> you was know, sort of ever, ever retracting.
1: Um,
0: and there's particular shutdowns of energy that can occur with that. Now, I don't think one needs to be introverted in order to be introspective or mindful or attentive. So we can contemplate as we make easy contact is the sense of interest arising in me or the sense of don't know arising in me is the sense of um, you know having to feeling a little bit unsteady arising in me. So one can certainly contemplate particular personal formations as they come up. And just giving them the air and the room to, to breathe and settle themselves, so these and to acknowledge that in, a, in practice, it's really allowing these things to release themselves. You don't release anything. Things, you set up the conditions in which things can release the fear or the agitation or the drivenness or the burdenness.. Yeah. and um, this establishing a wholesome context which allows us to do this. So what we will in this course of ten days or so then there are things we apply ourselves to focus on, consider, aspire to and that's going to be different you know for each of us but almost what we'll all have is a sense of a shared context together. And sometimes it's just acknowledging that and letting stuff roll along. You know, you don't just things roll out and uh, unfold through acknowledging this quality of being present, being present in, being present in some space or context that allows you to be present with what's happening for you. It doesn't shame it, it doesn't dismiss it, it doesn't demand anything. Space is very generous. It is an aspect of what we call refuge. It's a bodily, tangible aspect of what we call refuge. The sense, the sensing of that, and the uh, the awareness of that, the um, context of that, and the communion in that. Uh, there's one way in which we get a like a bodily reference to the refuge qualities of Buddha, is the aware one, the of just the awareness of of being here. The dhamma, which is both the supports that enable us to be here, that we keep precepts, we respect each other, we practice kindness and so forth, practice attention, we work. So there's a, there's a dhamma there, and all that holds this space for it, doesn't doesn't it? If we don't have certain guidelines, behavioural guidelines, attitudinal guidelines, then the space starts to get um, cloudy, obscure, um, no longer shareable. So this is really important. So this is if you, like the conventions of dhamma, the training practices, and then just then attuning to that, so we don't ignore that or lose that. Don't spin out into daydreams. Around that, away from that, and then the beauty that this is actually held communally. It's not held by me. (coughs) This is held communally. You know, so I'll be doing quite a bit of the talking, and to a certain extent, act as a focus. But remember, you all, everybody is is holding the space. Everybody is supporting the space. It happens naturally. You get five people in a room. In, in, in a short time, those five people will organize that space. Their bodies will do that. Mm. They will find where they feel comfortable to stand or sit. They will find out what they want to do within that. Mm. They will get a sense of what's the pattern of this group. What's, what's this about? And all that will just come out and it just happens naturally. This, our awareness does this organizing thing. Um, we may you know, have ideas about what it should be or could be, and there's a lot of stories with that. But meanwhile, this is what it is. Yeah. And it's like just a, a kind of shift of attention whereby you soften some of the focus. So, you know, we can all think of what this should be and who should be here. And maybe after a while, who shouldn't be here. <laughs> you know and all that, you know, and get into all that, but here it is. You know. So it's just taking away some of the intense holding or reaching or grasping at the details, and it's going back to the whole field, the gestalt. I used this word gestalt about 48 times in the last weekend. And somebody told me they didn't, they realized that not many people knew what gestalt meant. <laughs> so it means the whole summarized, Group effect. You know, so rather than any particular detail, it's just the whole sum total of it all, as as a, as a unity. So mm. well, here we have the unity of human beings practicing sangha, mm. and that's something to keep coming back to, rather than you know dwelling even on the particular qualities of each individual, but seeing those individuals in that context. This is our, our refuge place where we can begin to contemplate. The feelings that arise, the sense of what we want, or how we feel disappointed, or how we feel um, you know, wanting to bond to, or get to, or get away from, whatever we want to do within that, or that tremble around that. But then just resting in the sense of this is a. this whole field, we all connect to it, is pleasant, is workable. Place we can practice in. If we start to spin off from that, right, there's 99 people here who get in my way, you know, if I practice, then um, this is a ticket to an unfortunate realm. Because <laughs> <laughs> we start to poison the space around us. And we, I have to sit, you know, if I poison my space, I'm going to sit in the middle of it. You know, like you, you sit in your own bathwater and if we put poisons of ill will or you know, all that into it, then we have to receive the result of that ourselves. So, very important to come out of that because, because of the nature of the public domain with its its abruptness and its uh, aggressiveness and its snaringness, then for many of us, the, you know, it's it's rare to be in a, in a group situation where you can actually. Know, open and feel rested and feel okay. Mm. So we often have built-in almost like nervous reactions that, that keep withdrawing us, holding us, defending us, getting us out. You know. The last, if everything else fails, I can sit here and, and spin out, daydream. It won't get me up there. Um, mm. the Resting in, in easeful contact. Those can be just the physical, tactile sense, yeah? the, just the easy visual sense, and perhaps most important, the emot- emotional sense of being with spiritual friends, being with people who um, also aspire, also um, seek, also treasure the things that I treasure. When this is fully taken in and the body sits in it and rests in it, um, it said that when the body is rested and relaxed like this, the mind easily becomes contented and happy. And when the mind is easy, contented and happy, it easily gathers itself together. You don't have to ram it into, into samadhi. <laughs> As if one ever could. Mm. we'll conclude this evening (coughs) with those reflections and um, this evening we will just sort of bless the space and bless everybody in it with a little um, not little large (laughs) (laughs) a large what do you call it Blessing ceremony. introspective or mindful, or attentive. So, also, this is Ajahn and Sister Tania right here, and Venmo Natiko. So they'll also be helping with this um, retreat. And Ajintana Santi will now explain his next movement. I hope
2: (laughs) (laughs) we had envisioned. this afternoon together to create an opportunity where we could uh, collectively uh, bless this space and also move through our individual places in a way where together and collectively we can just share the blessings of our time together, the blessings of our aspiration. So what is going to happen, and this is going to be a a very interesting experiment in uh, We'll see what happens. Is the Ajahn will lead, and the, those of us in the front row will follow. And as um, we get up, if everyone could stand in their place, and then as we snake through the lines, when we finish passing by you, then if you would join us as well. So we become eventually one long, continuous snake moving through the rows. So if the people who are sitting in the chairs would consider yourself part of the row that you are sitting next to. There might be some people who don't feel um, physically strong enough to join in, so your um, gesture will be in your stillness, if you need to stay where you are, seated. So when the Ajahn stands and we stand, we all stand together, and then as we pass, Last when we when we pass, then then that row begins to move and follow the snake. So um, and then there's a there's a mantra chant that we will do, but that will be uh, that's pretty straightforward and easy to follow. Is that clear enough? <laughs> 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 would, would you like to start with the mantra here? Yeah. So that because we're walking in between, then if the Zafus could be in the middle of the Zabutans, and the chanting books could be so that we don't have to step on them or over them. Are there any other questions about this uh, blessing ceremony? Yeah. And then we'll just
0: start the mantra that it. and then we'll start
2: Yeah. Is that clear enough? So the so the first part the first part now is, that, is the sharing of blessings chant which is on page 30, 34 is that right 35 yeah the english
3: Amen. we